Good Monday morning, listeners. This is Mind Shit to Millions with Adrian Swanson and Jesse Roy. Good morning, everyone. So, you know, I think you can probably tell a few things about Adrian and I. Um, we're all about personal development and growth over here. Like we just love to improve and work on ourselves. Um, but there's so many things <laughs> that we could work on, right? <laughs> and some things could possibly be a little bit easier than others. But is there growth in easy? I mean, if you know us, you know what the answer will be. No way, Jose. <laughs> so we like a good challenge. And so we want to give you a good challenge as well. So like, how does one know when and what to work on? Like, can you fall into the distraction trap like we just talked about in our last episode? I mean, so I personally think for sure, like self-improvement can be one of those areas um, where you can spend a lot of time. Like self-improvement is definitely a comfort zone for me because I spend so much time there and I know what I need to do when I'm there. And so like, you know, I think I'm definitely going for the MIP, like most improved person award, like when I die, like I'm hoping I get that when I die. <laughs> Jesse, I love your vision of, uh, of death, man. They're handing out awards. This is great. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that just be the most fun to like hand out awards when you die? Like, this is what you did the best. This is what you did the best. Um, so I hope I get that award. Um, but you know, there's, uh, definitely a fine line there, you know, between distraction and growth and you have to be onto yourself for sure. And I think that self-improvement is so important since I've learned about it because I was the opposite. I was like, Ooh, self-improvement. That seems very awkward and unfortunate because that means I'm doing something wrong and who wants to feel that? Ew. <laughs> so, you know, in learning that I needed to feel the feels like it's allowed to be upset and sad and frustrated. And for any of you who are Enneagram person, I'm a seven. So no, you don't, you're supposed to be laughing and having fun all the time. <laughs> But I had to realize that these words are not a bad thing, right? People in our, in just in general, want to gloss over it, right? Like how many people go, how are you today? And you feel like you're almost required to say fine. Oh, I'm fine. Good. Whatever. Like who sits there and goes, you know what? I'm really frustrated today. I'm, I'm super sad that I feel like I'm doing this wrong. People would look at you like you are nuts and probably turn and walk away. Jesse and I wouldn't, but there's a lot of people who would. Um, and I think that that was something I had to learn is that I had to feel those feels and it was okay to not be fine. Right. Like it was okay for me to take a day and not bury those feelings because when you bury the anger, the frustration or the upset or the sad about something that's um, triggering you like a word maybe, or a thing that happened that's upsetting you when you bury that, that groove in your mind just gets deeper and more thoughts happen. I mean, when Jesse described it as like a groove, like this ball's going back and forth. And when you think like you're trying to hide it instead of dealing with it and letting it not 
you know, affect you and make this huge groove, you're pushing it down and it's just getting deeper and deeper. Right. And when I think about that, I'm like, that carries so much weight, right? Like you just push it down. And yet every time somebody says that word or every time something happens that gives you that belief, right. That, that agrees with that, that groove you've got, it just gets deeper. And then you bury that one too. And then somebody says something and it gets deeper and you bury that too, instead of sitting down and really thinking about it. And Jesse was the one that taught me about that. Like when a word triggers you, you should probably understand it and look into it, not just be like, Oh, it's fine. It'll go away. (laughs) I mean, that is definitely a fabulous opportunity, right? Like that you are presented with. And just to go back a minute to when, you know, Adrienne was talking about like, you know, when people are asking how our day is and, you know, we feel like shit and we're like, Oh, everything's fine. Like a fun thing I've been doing is being honest with people. Like, you know, when they text me, they're like, how are you doing? I'm like, terrible. (laughs) And I actually had a phone call with a friend who, you know, I normally just text her, but we actually had a phone call and talked and, you know, I shared with her, like, you know, like, stuff's not good right now. And like later she texted me, she's like, I really appreciated you like being honest and telling me, you know, that your day was crap. Like people just don't do that. Mm -hmm. So that's something fun that I've been doing is not doing that. Oh, everything's fine. (laughs) Because people can relate to you, right? Like you ended up having a conversation you never would have had because you were honest and everybody has bad days. You know, everybody has terrible things happening sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and for me, like (laughs) been dealing with a lot of things with my 18 year old son and like, I always feel like I have to be like on pins and needles with him whenever I talk with him because he kind of, he can get angry like real quick. And so something that is actually triggering for me (laughs) is my son's face. (laughs) (laughs) when I talk to him because sometimes you just get this like look of death like he his like face just kind of gets clouded over and it looks really dark and his eyes just look like they're just like shooting like death rays or daggers at me like he just wishes I would shut the heck up (laughs) you know when he's looking at me like that I'm like hey bud like what's like what's going on in your brain that's like causing your face to look like that. (laughs) And, um, you know, he's like, well, it's how you say things, mom. And, you know, in my mind, I feel like I am like, you know, being very kind and calm and compassionate, you know, but his interpretation is like that I'm saying things like wrong and it's offending him. So when, you know, he says that to me, like I can get like pissed off and be like, listen here, buddy, you know, I'm doing my best and like, you know, go off on him and make things a lot worse. But what I choose to do in that instance instead is, you know, just kind of feel compassion for him. Cause we've been kind of, you know, having to talk and deal with some pretty heavy stuff and some not so great decisions he's making, but definitely like him saying that I'm not saying things right is a trigger. Like it initially like kind of gets this little like start in my heart. Like my heart kind of scrunches up like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something bad. I'm doing something wrong, but I'm not. As long as I pause and stop and think about, you know, the situation kind of 
globally instead of like what his words are coming to me. And it's, it's funny because so many times the things that people say, like stay with us for a long time. So like, you know, it, like I said, it adds to that groove in your brain, right? Like somebody said something, maybe when you were young, Jesse, or you, you never know that said something about the way you say things and it's carried with you. So then that could be why what he's saying is triggering you. Whereas yeah, to like, somebody else, you know, they might be like, whatever, I don't care what you think I'm saying. This is, you know, like we talk about with, with, you know, men are more like, no, I don't care what you think I'm saying. I'm going to yell at you anyway, because this is what you should be doing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a husband might handle it that way. And so you're trying to handle it with compassion and neither way is right. Neither way is wrong. Right. Like it, and he can interpret mm-hmm. either way, any way he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, like when we say something that triggers a thought, like we spiral and those emotions come out, right? Like all the thoughts come with it. And then those emotions come out. And like you said, you have to kind of take a minute because like I was talking to somebody about their team and they didn't want to start their own team page because they felt like it was easier to just put them on their leaders page. And then they said they lost a bunch of team members one time. And so if it happened again, they wouldn't have to manage a page for just a few people. And I took a breath and like thinking of it and I felt instead of being like a, like the boss lady she wanted to be, she sort of had a victim mentality about her team and her business that it was going to fall apart already. Right. Like she was already picturing the devastation. And I know when I shared this, it really upset her. And, um, I want everybody here to know that when people say something, it's an observation from their side. They're, nobody's trying to hurt you. Well, and if they are, then, well, they're not nice people, but most people aren't trying to hurt you. They're trying to help you. Like I was saying it with love to her because I wanted her to love her team as it was and love the way that she was leading them, you know, and know that she was an amazing leader. So I find out later that she was told this by somebody else in her life about her business and it stayed with her. So this like feeling of frustration and upset has been with her for a while. So this like triggered her, right? Like it being said again, years later, like was frustrating for her. And this is why I think so many of us need to take that minute to confront why it hurt our feelings. No one can hurt our feelings, but us. So like, you know, if there's something that you feel upset about, it's because somewhere deep down you believe it or somebody's told you it, or it's in that groove and you need to figure out why it's triggering you, why it's hurting you. Because if somebody like I know now, if you would have asked me three years ago, if you would have looked at me and said, you're a terrible mom, I might've been like, oh gosh, maybe I am a terrible mom. And I would have spiraled. Now I'd look at you and be like, no, I'm not. I'm amazing. I know I'm amazing because I sat down and dealt with why I was feeling all of these feelings about being a good or bad mom, right? Like for some reason I had it in my head that I wasn't a great mom and I had to deal with it. And once I sat down with it, I realized I'm a great mom but I was letting my head get away and that groove get so deep that whatever anybody said, it went straight to the fact that I was a bad mom. Yeah. And I mean, like Adrian was mentioning earlier, um, you know, it was probably like four or five years ago. It was like me and my mom and my sister, we were all hanging out talking and my mom and my sister, I felt like they ganged up on me. Like they told me like insinuated, like that I was a bitch, like how I said things. (laughs) 
I sounded like a bitch. And like, I, you know, really got offended by that. So, you know, when my son just like two days ago said, you know, how I said things, you know, was offensive or wasn't right. Like, you know, I was triggered and remembered, you know, back when I felt like, you know, quote, my mom and sister were ganging up on me. So yeah. So some of that old wounding, you know, still hurt a little bit and showed up again for me, but now doing all the growth and self-improvement that I've done, you know, I was able to pause and not go off on him (laughs) and tell him he was wrong. And the biggest part was recognizing it. I think when we work with people, Jess, you know, it's like people don't recognize that this is happening. They're not recognizing the trigger. They're not taking a minute to see that that word made them upset and why they just think they're upset, right? They just think that this or this person, that's, you know, the big one, this person's wrong. They shouldn't have said it. People can say whatever they want. It's how you interpret it. And so if you can take that minute to recognize this is some, this is something that's affecting you, not them, the words coming out of their mouth didn't affect them. It's affecting you. Mm -hmm. And that's, I mean, that's 100% the truth. You know, how are you thinking about it? And, you know, so my belief is the best solution is to hire a coach. I mean, that has been my biggest opportunity for growth, A a coach and always help you find your blind spots, always help you find your triggers and provide you with the biggest opportunity for growth. You know, so until you uh, message us and hire us, um, you can go to work on this though right now. So dig into your triggers. That's what you need to work on. That's what you need to fo- focus on. That's where your um, areas of growth can be for you. And one way I would recommend doing that besides like, like Jesse said, getting a coach, because that was the difference in my world as well, was write down the word that's triggering you and what thoughts that you're having when this word is said about yourself. Like, again, why you feel this word like Jesse, like, why does it feel like when you say something wrong, why is this hurting you? Right. And write, you know, and then write down what makes you feel. Then write down all the ways that's not true because like Jesse has the most calming voice and she's super understanding and compassionate. So if she can look at all those, then how does she feel when she thinks about it that way? Like, Hey, I am very mellow and I do keep things like I am compassionate. This is how I am. She'll feel more empowered, right? Like instead of going oh, I said it wrong and now Maverick's mad, you know, like, So when you can change that feeling, you have the ability to choose that, the way that word shows up in your life or that, that thought, you know, about whatever you're having that trigger. So you get decided if it's the truth. And when you look at the difference in the way your body feels between the negative side, when you're writing all the reasons you feel that you say things wrong, and then the positive side of how you say things right, you're going to see that you get to show up as you with that power. So I'd love for you guys to come to our group and share your trigger word because we all have trigger words. Strive to change your mind shit to millions. We'll see you next week. Are you excited about what you just learned? Are you committed to building your team? Join us in our signature program, three consultants in 30 days. The link to join is in the show notes.